You are listening to the Manifested Cis Podcast. This is a safe space for women of color to shift your energy, heal, align with the best version of you, and manifest all the dopeness you want. I am your intuitive life and manifesting coach and energy healer, Danielle Faust. And this is episode 25, The Great Conjunction, Winter Solstice, and what that means for manifesting. Before I jump into this episode, I want to let you know that we are sponsored today by me. (laughs) I want to let you guys know about Triple M, the Money Manifesting Magic class. It is a one-day live class on January 2nd, 2021. That is a Saturday at noon Eastern. We are going in on all things money. It is a live class via Zoom, so you can ask any question you want with regard to manifesting money, and we're going to go there. We're covering creating a new money story, defining your old money beliefs and switching them out with new, more empowering beliefs, defining and removing the blocks and resistance that you have to bringing in big money, and we're going to create a whole new money story and new relationship with money. I'm going to give you practical, actionable steps. I'm also going to do a full energy clearing to pull out those energetic resistance that you have in your body towards money and abundance and prosperity. We are clearing you out to start 2021 where the money resides, (laughs) where the money resides, where the money resides. So I really would love to have you. It's going to be a small group class done via Zoom on Saturday, January 2nd. Come check it out. You can go to Instagram at the Danny Faust and check the highlights, the MMM highlight. Or you can go to okdanny.com slash work with me and click on MMM there and get more information. And yeah, I'd love to see you in the class. All right, so let's jump in to episode number 25, the winter solstice, the great conjunction, and what that means for your manifesting. Hello, welcome back. So I... I'm really excited about this episode. The energy is wild in right now. I feel like we're still on this high, speedy energy from the new moon. And we're about to come upon the full moon at the end of the year. But right now, we're at a very magical place. Cosmically, in the solar system, here on Earth, within our own bodies. It's a very special, powerful, magical time. So I am not an astrologer, and I do not ever claim to be, but there's, I do know a little bit. And right now we have what's going on up in the sky called the Great Conjunction. And this is something that happens periodically where Jupiter and Saturn cross each other. They cross each other's paths. And this happens periodically. The last time it has happened so close was 200 years ago. And the next time it'll happen so close is in 20 years. So tomorrow, December 21st, 2020, we're going to be able to see Jupiter and Saturn crisscross places in the sky, basically. They pass within, hmm, I don't want to say the wrong, I think it's like a tenth of a degree, but I could be making that up. (laughs) So go to nasa.gov and check that out and find out yourself. But I think it's really super close. And if you want, you can just go out after sunset today. You can go out, look southeast, 
and look up in the sky and you'll be able to see Jupiter and Saturn very close to it. And tomorrow they'll cross and then switch positions. So it's a very powerful coming together of energies. And again, you can go on and Google and find a really dope astrologer to explain it all to you. I don't want to do it myself and then say something wrong and then have people get at me in my email or or on Instagram saying, you said the wrong thing. So I'm just going to avoid that and say, y'all go look it up yourself if you're interested. But just know, what I want you to know about this great conjunction is that it's bringing a very powerful energy, a very speedy energy that is pushing you forward, helping you propel forward. And it's perfect for this winter solstice energy as well. There is a very powerful energy of get your shit together and manifest what you want cosmically. That's what the whole, that's what the whole solar system is trying to say to you today, okay? It's saying, sis, manifest it. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. And the tips I'm going to give you today are for embracing the winter solstice, which is tomorrow, and I'll get into that in a second, and embracing this energy of getting what you want. And it really always starts with the inside. If there's nothing you've learned from the past 20 some odd episodes is that it really starts within you to see it without you. So winter solstice, that is tomorrow, the 21st. And it is, well, literally it means when the sun stands still. I think it's Latin. When the sun stands still is what it stands for. And what it has meant historically, I know the ancient Chinese used to celebrate the winter solstice because it was that powerful balance, yin and yang. And now here's the sun and the lightness and the darkness standing still equally with each other. So it's a powerful time for them. I know all these ancient like Germanic peoples, the pagans, they celebrated it for various reasons. Yes, because of what they noticed cosmically with the sun and the darkness being in balance and going into this winter season. Because, you know, historically, winter, it's like, that's when people would starve to death, right? They had to pay attention to what's going on in the sky so that they could survive a winter. But now still, pagans are still celebrating the winter solstice with an energy of gratitude for the darkness as well as the light. So... Winter solstice is the shortest day, and I like to consider it the time where we start to embrace the dark. So this would be a great time for you to begin a little bit of shadow work, which means looking at the darker, air quote, darker sides of you, the things that you may kind of turn your head away from because it's not as fun and happy to think about where you have, where you feel you're failing, where you feel you wish you weren't that you didn't have that certain personality trait or why do I always respond angrily to, to constructive criticism or whatever it is. Now would be a really great time to start digging into, gently digging into your shadow work and embracing the dark. And there's a lot to be learned doing that. And I think I'll do a nice full episode on shadow work now that I'm thinking about it. But there's a lot to be learned by looking at the parts of you that you're trying to work on, fix, heal, grow past, grow through before you have fully grown through them and learn what it was here to teach you, how it was trying to protect you and how it felt like it was doing right by you, 
because <laughs> everything that we have in our personality, all the things that we do, we're not doing it to be evil. We're doing it. Our ego is like, hey, let me protect you, sis. I got your back. Don't worry. What? He said you need to do better on your projects. Well, F him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. No, you just need to do better on your projects and not um, respond angrily when you get that constructive criticism. So it's, there's a lot, but that's just the one little example that's coming up for me at the moment. But I want you to sit down and really think about where you're going and what you're releasing. And part of that is looking at your shadow side. And I'm going to do a full episode on that. So if that sounds like, what the hell are you talking about, Danny? Don't worry. I got you in a future episode. <laughs> but I really want you to embrace the winter solstice. No matter what religion you are, no matter what you practice, no matter if you're celebrating Christmas in a few days, you can still celebrate this winter solstice and pay homage to the darkness and the light in many ways. So, and you know what? Hold on. I just want to quickly clear something up just in case. I want you to understand that we can embrace the light. We always hear light workers, light workers, and we hear dark workers as if it's bad. The left-hand path. Ooh, spooky. I want to just let you guys know that we need both light and dark, and dark is not bad. So when we think about who we're trying to be and how we're trying to show up in the world and spreading our message of whatever love we're trying to whatever we're doing we're trying to spread love in our certain way whether you are a chef and you spread love with your food whether you're an artist and it's through your paintings whether it's me as a coach I'm spreading love by helping women heal themselves or spreading love through doing readings and letting them see what's possible for them we're all spreading love in our various ways okay and we tend to to have that correspond with light. I'm a light worker. You know, I'm a star seed and I'm doing light work. But you know what? The dark is there and it isn't bad as well. We need that darkness. As an energy healer, I tap into people and before I get into their energy, I'm in darkness. Like it's complete darkness. And then I see their energy field, you know, come into view from that darkness. But that dark space, that blackness, close your eyes. Close your eyes right now and take a deep breath. Are you fearful? Or are you peaceful and quiet and still and at home in that darkness within you? So my point is, please don't feel like dark is bad or scary. And don't think like dark is like evil, witches, and light is angels, beautiful, lovely. You know, that dark is there for a reason. We need it. We should love it and embrace it. Think of a seed. You put it in the earth. It's in darkness. Think of a baby in the womb. It's in darkness. We need that darkness to help cultivate us and grow us and balance us out. So just please, if you're someone who's like, oh, I only work in light, well, know that the light is great, but the dark is as well. Okay, just had to get that out. Personal pet peeve there, y'all. Okay, so how to embrace this winter solstice? I mean, you can do a lot of stuff. Um, I'll tell you, my family, what we're doing is we're going to burn a Yule log. And we are going to make a fire with some of the natural elements from our yard. Uh, we've got a bunch of pine trees on our land, so we're collecting the pine cones and the pine needles and sticks and stuff. And we are going to be making a little fire and having a little ceremony. We're going to 
talk me my husband and our two children who are six and eight we're going to talk about what we want for the next year say what we're going to leave behind say what we're hoping to cultivate and just really enjoy the time by the fire watching the fire watching the beautiful dark sky and just being at one with nature in that way we're also going to um, have a meal that's heavy on root vegetables and hopefully make a wreath but this is just our practice this is just our little fun thing that we're doing as a family but here's a list of things that you can do for the winter solstice one is make a yule altar so that is if you have an altar already for your ancestors then all you really have to do is add some natural elements and this could be from your backyard this can be from a nearby park if you're taking a walk and you see a beautiful rock or a beautiful stick or leaf just pick it all up and put it on your altar you don't have to go and find a pine log and bring it into your apartment and go all crazy but you can just bring those natural elements into your home if you have a wreath that you got for christmas that is you're already there <laughs> just if it's a natural wreath you're already there you can smell the pine and then you can go and add some natural elements from outdoors if you if you choose to or you can decorate it with whatever you like you can put your crystals on it if you have anything go with what your heart says burning a yule log is a traditional pagan activity that you can do by just putting some logs on the fire. If you have a safe place to make a fire in your backyard, go for it. If not, please know that none of these um, strategies are must-dos. So just keep that in mind. But all of them can be part of a beautiful ritual for yourself, which will help you with your manifesting and your intentional energy creation around manifesting should you want to. And we'll get into the manifesting part shortly. So another traditional pagan thing is to give back to nature. And I really sat and thought about this, like, what am I going to, how am I going to be able to give back to nature? And so I thought for my family, we're going to just clear up the loose pine needles and stuff around the pond and make the pond look beautiful in our backyard. But another way that you can, and we all can, is by grounding. And I want to take you through that right now this is first of all grounding is something that i would love it if you did every single day no matter what it's an energetic practice that helps you and the deeper you ground the deeper you put your roots into mother earth the higher you can soar so just please know that but so grounding you can do this as uh, detailed or as quick and simple and chill as you'd like but the main thing is that you are taking your energy and you are allowing in your mind's eye, you can take the visualization of coming down from your feet or from your root chakra down into the earth is a, a beam of light, or maybe roots are growing from your feet down into the earth. Anything that you want to envision that is anchoring you. If you want to picture a chain coming from your root chakra with an anchor on it, you can picture that as well. But let it go all the way down into the earth down through the layers of the earth down to the core of the earth and wrap the end of your roots or the end of that beam of light or or that anchor let it wrap itself around the core of the earth and just hook you in solidly so you are you can't move you are locked into mother nature you and the earth are one then you can take another beam of light 
of energy coming from your heart chakra center all, all the way up to the heavens or whatever you believe is up past the clouds. So you are now locked into Mother Earth. You are all now locked into the heavens. You are safe. You are secure. You are held by all the energies in the world. And doing this little grounding exercise is great for you on a personal level. It just kind of keeps your energy centered in, keeps you focused and on track. And it's something you can do morning and night every single day if you choose to. How this relates to giving back to nature is what you can do then is take the energies of love, of gratitude, of peace, of harmony, of whatever you want, what beautiful energy you have inside that you've cultivated that you'd like to give back to Mother Nature, to, to Gaia. You can allow that energy to just flow down your body, go through that, that uh, beam of light or through your feet into those roots that you have put into the earth and just visually allow it to seep into the earth and give back that beautiful energy. And you can picture that however you'd like. You can picture it like pink sparkles going into the earth and just kind of disseminating through your roots all the way out into the soil in your backyard, whatever you want. And please know you don't have to do this outside, but if you did choose to do it outside with, you know, barefoot on the grass, that's beautiful and grounding as well. So take it or leave it. <laughs> I know sometimes when I give energy practices, folks are like, what? kind of woo-woo is that? <laughs> I just want to know how to make money. <laughs> so I want to just encourage you that these grounding techniques and the energy techniques that I share with you will help you make money and everything else. But again, take what resonates, gently set aside what doesn't. So giving back to nature is one thing that is also on the traditional pagan winter solstice celebration list. Also having a celebration or a feast by candlelight, which is always a beautiful thing to do and a, a natural element that you can do any night, not just on the 21st. Also bringing natural elements into your meditation space, which I already have. I've got crystals all over my meditation area, but I think it might be fun for me to go out in the back and get a few pine cones and bring and put into the mix. And it's similar to having a Yule altar. So do what feels natural for you here. There's no wrong. There's no right. If you're in the space of, I want to commune with nature. I want to say thank you to Mother Gaia. I want to say thank you to the sun and to the darkness. Then whatever you do in that energy is going to be the right thing. Please know that. And if you can't get out into nature, if you live in a city and there's no park nearby and you're just in your apartment, know you can do the same thing there as well. It's all in your intention. Okay? So how does all this lead to manifesting. Danny, what the hell? You're telling us about all this pagan stuff. I just want to manifest shit. Okay, I got you. Don't you worry. <laughs> First of all, I want you to treat this solstice, this great conjunction, this wonderful energy of from today, the 20th, the 21st, the 22nd even. I want you to treat these few days as like, as if it was a new moon and a full moon all together. So I want you to do all the practices that you would do if it was a moon, a new moon or a full moon. So I want you to take that spiritual bath. I want you to do the meditations. I want you to do the affirmations. I want you to write out your intentions, your goals, write out who you want to be, write out that U2.0. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to one of the first few episodes about embodying versus acting as if. Listen to that episode and then you'll know what I'm talking about. So write that all out. Write out future scripts for the end of next year, 
for the middle of next year, for your birthday next year. Write out those future scripts. Write out what you're releasing, what you're letting go of, old ways of being, old people that do not serve your life anymore, all the ills that you have faced in 2020. Release all of it. Releasing that resentment about how 2020 went when you had big ass plans and then you just sitting home avoiding Rona. Like write it all out. Everything. Get it out of you onto paper. And then you can choose what you do with it. If you want to just rip it up. If you want to burn it. You know I'm a fan of burning. Y'all know I'm a pyro. <laughs> burn that ish. Transmute it into, into smoke and soot and let it just go all the way out of your experience. All of those type of manifesting practices are great to do now. Definitely take out your crystals. If you're a crystal person, take those out into the moonlight. Allow them to soak up that energy. If you can't, put them in your windowsill. That is totally fine. And some crystals might want to be out there in the sunlight, especially tomorrow on the solstice. So do what you feel called to do. Please know that your intuition is strong AF. And so what you feel is right to do is what you should do. And I don't like the word should, but in this case, it's like the most applicable. What you feel is right is right for you. So know that. So take the crystals out, do your, uh, your scripting, do your listing, write out those intentions, get into the feeling space of having the things that you want. Make your vision board if you choose to, or vision box, collect those images of things that really resonate strongly with you. Do those practices. Do whatever feels right for you for calling in what you want, as well as releasing what you don't want, what doesn't serve. You can also do a quick little energy technique of sitting still, taking a few deep breaths to get centered and allow a beam of light of whatever color you choose to come and just pour over you and let it pour all the way over your body so you're just kind of in a column of light and that can be love light, God's love, whatever you want it to be, whoever you pray to, you can picture that as that love and you can picture that energy just wrapped around you and pouring in whatever it is that you want to bring into your life. So you can feel like energetically, I am receiving now what it is that I desire. I am receiving now what it is I desire. And as that energy runs through you, as that light comes over you, it's also pushing out everything that does not serve. So you can get yourself into an energetic place to receive that and push out what doesn't serve. And girl, that, that's powerful in itself. I, I got to reiterate that this is a really powerful time energetically whether you do anything I suggested in this episode or not it's a really dope ass time girl and my wish like truly my wish for you is that you recognize it you feel that subtle like speed in the energy you feel that little bit of I don't know what's coming but I know something is coming I know I'm destined for more I don't know exactly what it is but I know I am my wish for you is that you have that feeling and you own that feeling and you own your power and your ability to create because you can create whatever the fuck you want. And I know we hear that being said so much and then we look around and we're like, well, where the hell is it then? What the, why am I still here? And you know what? We have to get into that space of knowing it, believing it, seeing it before it's here and we have to stay in that energy. My deepest wish is for you to stay in that energy. That way you will truly own your power and take your energy into your control and just kind of blast it out. What I want to see is all I see. 
and just ignore circumstances, ignore Rona, ignore everything that's going on right now and just keep your mind plastered and focused on what you're trying to create and just let it come. Allow it to come. Because when you're in that energy of knowing, of surety, of I am powerful and I create what I want, there are no deviations from that rule. When you're in that space, it just comes so easily. And it's almost like magic. And then you're like, damn, why didn't I do that sooner? Shit. (laughs) And then you forget. And then you come back to remembering. And then you forget. And you come back to remembering. But the whole game is remembering more and more and more often. Anyway, I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but it's only because I love you and I want what's best for you. And I just want you to own your big ass, powerful spirit, own that energy that is surrounding you. Just own it and use it as you wish. You're powerful. You're a creator. You're a shapeshifter. You're a priestess. You're a goddess. And I want you to know it like deep in your bones. I want you to know it. And a part of you already does. That's why you're listening to this. That's why you're staying through this whole podcast episode hearing this so deeply because you know it's true it resonates with you because you know deep down you are a goddess you are a priestess you are super powerful and you know you're meant for more and you're gonna get more so do these practices and do what other practices feel right for you and watch what amazing amazingness just comes to pass for you after this winter solstice and throughout 2021 Thank you for listening. I would hope to see you guys on January 2nd in the Money Manifesting Magic class. We're going to go into money rituals, creating a new money story, removing money blocks. I'm going to do a full energy clearing for you to open you wide up as a nice wide channel for abundance and prosperity. And it's going to be dope. So come check it out. You can always message me on at the Danny Faust. If this message if this episode resonated with you i would love it if you shared it on instagram tag me i will share your post tell a friend who this might resonate with share the wealth please and i look forward to seeing you in 2021 i hope you have a happy holiday whatever you celebrate um be well i love you and i'll talk to you soon